Hi, I'm Jared, and this is the Social Kick Podcast, where we will talk about anything and everything swimming. We'll talk about Olympic, international, collegiate, and high school swimming. Let's get started. But first, Dan Hicks and Rowdy Gaines. chase him down and pull off a shocker here. Well, there's no doubt that he's tightening up. Bernard is losing to ground. Here comes Lezak. Unbelievable at the end. He's done it. The U.S. has done it. He did it. Yeah, he did it. He did it. Phelps his hopes alive. <laughs> hey, Mr. Grumpy Gills. When life gets you down, you know what you gotta do? I don't wanna know what you gotta do. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming, just keep okay. swimming, swimming, swimming. What Where? do we do? We swim. Oh, you, you see right here? Oh, 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 look right there. Do okay. I have to swim? Okay. Right. When you are. Okay. Well, folks. Travis Dooley here. I bet that sounds great. I'm leaving it in. Okay. You decided to do it, like so the, I'm leaving. The biggest waste of 30 seconds. <laughs> anyway. Hello, everyone. I'm Jared, and this is Travis, and this is the Social Kick Podcast, where we're going to talk about swimming for as long as we can and try to make it interesting. <laughs> so, Travis, are you a swimmer? I'm, I'm an ex-swimmer. <laughs> Um, I like to identify as someone who can swim and, uh, a three-time championship winner, but that championship means nothing to anyone that knows, like, competitive swimming. But, I'm still a champion. Thrice. (laughs) So. We'll get into that later. Yeah. That'll be conversation a little later. But, we wanted to start off with some swimming news. Oh, yeah. For anyone who cares to listen, um, we'll start with Swim Slam. They posted their top rankings for the men's and women's programs for this upcoming season. Nice. What do you know about that? Not a thing. Not a kind thing. Kind of just went in one ear, out the other. <laughs> I tried to tell Travis earlier before we started about this stuff. And <laughs> I he, am going to read a piece of news. He didn't want to talk about it. Because it's about water polo. Well... Um, but I'll just kind of quickly go through everybody. So the top five women's teams are number five, NC State, number four, Texas, three, Florida, two, Georgia, and one, Stanford. Interesting. The interesting thing to me about it is that they kept Florida so high because Florida for this season has split their men's and women's programs. So they had this guy named Greg Troy as their coach last year, and he retired. So, and like last year, men's and women's used to like be together under Greg Mm -hmm. Troy. But when he retired, the school decided to split the programs. So they have a new women's coach and a new men's coach. And basically, for business or good? It kind of depends. It's usually a thing where like one coach is just really really good with like the men's team Mm -hmm. and try so it's just like it's for it's mainly at the coach's discretion but i guess florida decided instead of trying to find a good coach for both he was just gonna they're just gonna split it and find two coaches 
are southern states like notoriously good at swimming or is that just how it is right now honestly they are like texas has been historically good at swimming like florida has been historically good at swimming but the main thing about it that's interesting is that no california teams are in the top five for either Interesting. Except for Stanford and women's. But it's like normally like Cal has been historically good. USC has been historically good. Like all the California teams have been historically good. And Stanford's the only one in the top five now. Hmm. But then the men's top five is Arizona State at five, Indiana at four, Stanford at three, Florida at two, and Texas at one. So Texas is three-time defending national championship champions, like three years in a row. See some parallels in our stories. Yep, you should basically. I be used on to the be a Texas, Texas fan. <laughs> well, so, not anymore. So hook them, hook them. <laughs> but same thing with Florida. Like they're ranked second for the men's, and it's the same thing. Like. They have a brand new coach, yet they decided to keep him in the top five, which I think is just weird because a coach can definitely make or break a team, and they just hired two new coaches, basically, for men's and women's, and then it's a second and third ranking. You don't think that as as a college athlete where you're kind of like at the height of your skill that you can be good with or without a really great coach. I know coaching has a lot to do with it in any sport, but swimming's like individual slash team. But the thing with it is like when you're swimming every day at practice, you don't get to write your own set. Like you have to do what the coach tells you to do in practice. Fair. And that coach just might might be giving you sets that aren't going to help advance your like in whatever you need to advance it in your events. And it's like if Coaching wasn't a big deal in any sport. That's true. There wouldn't be a rule that said you can transfer, like, without punishment when a coach leaves. Because coaching is, like, a huge deal. And especially swimming where you can't really do whatever you want. Like, so you have to do what they're they're training. And if their training doesn't work for you, I can speak about that personally because I got a new coach and, like, the training was so different from my coach, like my club swimming coach, to my college coach. My college coach's training was so much different. Like, it didn't work for me. Hmm. And, like, I ended up getting, like, a little bit worse my freshman year of college and then going back home and I got a lot better with my club coach's training. And it was just, like, my college coach, like, the training just, like, wasn't working. So, like, it's really personal, like how a training will affect you and yeah if you get a new coach and that training does not work for you it can greatly affect your swimming so that's why i'm kind of iffy on florida's number two and number three rankings because they have two new coaches it's just how when is the swimming like season started for college no i start or when so I think most colleges have started, like, their official training. Like, they've officially started practicing, like, maybe six times a week, like, six days a week this no big deal. week. <laughs> like, I know Michigan started training, like, officially training this week. KU started a few 
days ago too, like officially training. But most teams will not have a meet until like the first week of October. So it's like it's coming up, but they'll have like they're in like their intramural meets like against yeah. just them like the end of this month or the beginning of October and that's when like dual meet season will actually start and it usually goes through March that's when like uh ish through so March like February March is when pretty long yeah <laughs> I mean it's basically year round because as soon as well, what do March... college swimmers do in the summer is it just all club or can you do club when you're yeah, you can do clubs. So it kind of depends on the team. Like my college team did not have a team for the summer. So I had to come home and swim with my club team. But other colleges will keep their swimmers on campus all summer and train as a club team. Gotcha. And they will compete in meets as like Indiana Swim Club or something yeah. or like Cow Swim Club. Like they'll do a club team for the summer where they'll compete in long course events over the summer and then come back and you swim for the college so it just really depends on the team like my mind just started reeling with like you can start a clothing line that's swimming base it could be really cool there are clothing lines that i know swimming base. we can make one so i'm thinking of we should make one we could call it social cake we could <laughs> or we could just like make merch for the podcast true Anyway. Get ahead of ourselves. First episode. You can't wear clothes when you swim, so it doesn't matter. That, but you can wear clothes on the pool deck. That's, walk where, around. that's where you show off. Yeah. What's the craziest um, like suit you've ever seen? Like the most expensive? or? Well, so speed suits and tech suits, that's what you wear for like a championship meet. And they're like usually like, depending on the suit, they can be like 300 to $400. And... Um, the craziest one that I saw, like, not price-wise, but, like... Uh, Ever seen any designer? Like, no. Does anyone wear Gucci flip-flops Gucci. on the pool deck? Probably someone out there does. But, so, this is the craziest suit I ever saw, and I liked. And Ooh, I, I do like that. I had it. Like, that was the suit I wore. So, for, obviously, you guys can't see can't the suit see. we're talking about. It's the Adidas tech suit that came out like two years ago, the Addy Zero. It's like the one that's rainbow with like the pink seams. Very thick seams. It looks like tape. Yeah. So on the inner thigh. Uh they they actually had two different suits for this one. Like for the men's. And one of them had the tape like that. The one the V shape. And, the and then the other V-shape. it's like this one was made for breaststroke. So it had a different seam along the back you kick too. Different? Yeah, because you kick different on breaststroke, wow. so the seams were made differently. It was like the first, like Adidas was the first company I ever saw to make a suit that had two different styles based, based on stroke. Like, that's crazy. Because most people probably do several different strokes, right? But then there's well, there's people who are strictly breaststrokers who would obviously buy the breaststroke right. suit. But I was, else would buy like for me, I was an IMer, which mm-hmm. means I, like all my four, race yeah. was all four strokes. So I can't just buy a breaststroke suit <laughs> because I have one leg of breaststroke in my race. <laughs> so like I had to buy the regular one because obviously that one's going to benefit me the most. You can change during the race. You just slip it off and slip, slip it off and put it back on. <laughs> for 25% of your race. <laughs> I could do that, but. Tell the, tell the listeners 
What's your story? What's your swim story? What's my swim story? Why? We're here this to talk about one. We're here to talk about your swim story. But if they don't my know swim story is coming. Coming when? After me? Well, yeah. Alright. You'll be episode one and then post Wait, you're not even gonna talk about yourself in episode one? I can. But I just feel like people need to know. They don't need to know anything. I'll just be a mystery <laughs> character. Be anonymous. You just know about something. I mean, I've already said my name. You've already said you swam in college. I already said I swam in college. They don't know where I'm from. I'm from Kansas. Well. <laughs> You're not. I am not from Kansas. Okay, you want to tell them the second piece of news I had? Oh, I do, yeah. Okay. I'm blind. On September 5th, the USA women's water polo team moved to 2-0 and at the FINA, that's F-I-N-A for the people who don't know swimming like I don't, World Cup with a 26-1 to win over South Africa. 26-1 to in any sport is a little bit absurd, so congrats. They scored 10 goals in the second quarter alone. <laughs> like, they went crazy because... Especially in water polo, twenty six to one's insane. Like the highest goal, like the highest score I've ever seen was like fifteen, and they scored twenty six. <laughs> only got scored on once. Like the other team probably just didn't know how to swim. They're, they're just like trying to tread water, slowly, to, like just slowly dying, dr- like drowning. <laughs> they just kept drowning throughout the game, and then there's just like one person left. Lifeguards <laughs> had to pull people out from the bottom mid game. Mid game. Okay, so. Water polo story. Um, So during, I don't know when exactly it was, but um, it was in like the the 19-somethings. Great century. Great century. Not really, but it was... But, so it was a water polo game, and uh, I don't remember who was between. I'm trying to look it up real quick. Here we go. Hungary and the USSR. That's who it was between. It was the 1956 Olympics. So, what it was, was that was like the gold medal game, Hungary and the USSR. And during this time, the the 50s, was when Hungary was fighting the USSR for their independence. So, like, they're at war. (laughs) At the same time, these two teams are fighting in the gold medal match. And this, the reason this match is crazy is because people were like, like the match got so, so like intense. People were like using their fingernails and their toenails and like slicing people's backs open and stuff underwater to the point where the pool, the water turned like pink from blood because they were just like beating the crap out of each other underwater because it was like the tensions were crazy because they were at war with each other to begin with. And then they, yeah. That's so wild. <laughs> yeah, my son coach told me that in high school when we were playing water polo. And it was like, that's insane. Blood in the water. Yeah. And then, like, we watched a, we actually watched a documentary about it in my, like, history of World War II class in high school. I don't, I mean, it's not really close to World War II, but <laughs> we watched it and, like, there's actual footage of it and of like the water like being like pink it is gross. That is gross. Very gross. It's kind of cool. Yeah. I would never. I would quit. Pretty gnarly. 
<laughs> can they not like stop? I mean, it's, of course, it's a different era, well, but do they not stop the match? It was yeah, a different era, but it's also they can't call a foul if they don't see it. So it was like just literally nails. So it's literally yeah, they're just cutting each other underwater and doing stuff like they can't call a foul if they can't see it. Same reason you can't call a foul in any other sport if you don't see <laughs> it. So yeah, they just were slicing each other up and got the water real bloody. That's crazy. Yeah. So, our third piece of news is about the All-American time standards got released for this season. And uh, 91% of the time standards have gotten faster since last year. Which, that's how it should be, you know? And so, nearly half of all the time changes from last year to this year were greater than 0.3%. And that is equivalent of 15 one-hundredths of a second. That's pretty pretty huge. But it means nothing to me. But I, I can understand well, that so, it's so big. Here, so take your stopwatch. Stopwatch. And I want you to start it and try and stop it at 0.15. Oh. Let's try that again. So... That's how. Whoa. <laughs> that's how fast. So I did it exactly. No, I know. I'm proud of you for that. But like, that's the time difference that they made, Damn. and like, that's a huge time difference. And with these things, but like, that was literally like, you start stopped instantly. Yeah. But like, that's a huge, huge decrease. What is it usually? It kind of depends. Like five. Like yeah, like, like it's usually, over? like it's usually around like point one. Like somewhere around there, but like with most of them being over point one five. No, like I've seen races, just like watching on TV, where like you really can't tell like how close it is, but it looks like they touched at the same time. Well, yeah, it's like there are races that are one 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 hundredth of a second victories. That's crazy. And so the most notable changes that I kind of saw with these All American times was the boys one hundred yard freestyle has finally dipped below the 45-second mark, and the All-American time is now 44.99 seconds. And then the boys' 100 breast time has dropped below 56 and is now 55.93. And the girls' 100 back has dropped below 55 and is now 54.89 seconds. Does that mean anything to you? Ah, uh, they could all beat me. That's, that's all I know. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Washed up. So, that's kind of all the news we had. So now, I would like Travis to just tell us about his <laughs> swimming history. Oh, it's three-time not very champ. notable. Just a three-time champion. I swam. I still am not entirely sure what years, but I think it was three years. Maybe four, but probably three. It was the summers only. And it was, I think, the summer before 6th, 7th, and 8th grade in a row. Um, I swam for Lake of the Forest swim team. We were the Sharks. We had some dark green uh, uniforms that were sick. Um, dark green uniforms? Like or jammers. suits? Well, jammers? But we also okay. wore, like, we had t-shirts, too. That's, like, not technically uniforms, but... The whole thing. It was dark green and gold, so it was cool. Ooh. 
I'm also a Packers fan, so like it was easy. It just fit into my wardrobe. <laughs> um, my favorite shorts I've ever had in my life, I got at championships one year, and they're just. <laughs> it was the time where everything had the little eye in front of it, like iPod and stuff. When oh it came my out. gosh! And so I had these dark green mesh shorts that were kind of short, and they on the the left side they said I swim, so no. lowercase I capital S. Yeah, I that swim. was a thing. Like even when I was in high school, that was a thing for everything. You could go though. to the meets and like they would like screen print the the things right there, or like they ironed on right. the graphic or whatever. And, like, every single meet, one of the options was always, I swim. And you could get it, like, on the sleeve of the hoodie, on the side of the pants, always, all the way. Like, even, like, my senior year of high school, that That's was crazy. still a thing. Because I was uh, probably seventh grade for me. And I wish I still had them because I'm really into the short shorts now, and they would probably still fit. But I don't. I don't know where they are. They're gone forever. It's fine. But, um... Definitely wasn't the best on the team, but we swam in a really small, dirty lake against all the, like, indoor or outdoor, like, pool teams, and then, like, another rich lake, Lake Quivira. So we were always, like, the underdog to start out with, but we obviously had the most fun, and we won three times in a row, so they couldn't really say anything. Um, so you trained, like, open water, basically, in a lake. Well, well we trained open, open water. water it but... is open water, but there was also, we had a dock with, like, the lanes and everything it's oh just, so it was in a lake but you had lane lines we did stuff. have lane lines it was just uh they were crusty crusty and gross yeah, like we didn't have blocks or anything we just had like you jumped off the, the dock jumped off the so dock like we had a, like driving. one meet per summer was at the lake and it was always the most fun because it's a lake and everyone like there's other people from like pool teams who would not come to our meet because they would not swim in our dirty lake water which isn't that That's... wild? Like that people refuse to swim because they're at a, a lake. Well, it's kind of like the thing of you train in a pool all the time, and like a lake's a completely different environment. Oh, it because, is. Like that's why a lot of people don't do open water swimming to begin with because it's less controlled, basically. Yeah, and I completely we were at an age. It. That we were yeah, not I get it. <laughs> yeah, like sixth, seventh grade, you shouldn't care, and that's just you shouldn't care. You should be like, oh, dumb. cool, we're we're going to. That's just a lake. stubborn coach saying, yeah, because no. like Lake Quivira, which is significantly bigger lake and nicer, still a lake. They would go to that meet. Wow, but it's fine. I'm not mad about it. We still won. Yeah, I mean, three time champs. Three time champs. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be salty if I was a three time champ. Yeah. I don't even remember what my best stroke was. Do you I probably didn't know have what the a best swam? Well, it, it varied, but uh, I didn't do the IM very often <laughs> like you did. Uh, I did relays. Nice. Actually, I did the IM relay a few times. But medley relay? Yeah, not IM, sorry. Individual. <laughs> Individual medley relay. <laughs> medley relay. Um, I liked breaststroke, but I wasn't very good at it. So I usually stuck with backstroke. Nice. Everyone hated butterfly except for my friend who was really good at it. He he was a really good swimmer for a really long time, but uh, hated that. So backstroke was probably my best. Breaststroke was my favorite and not my best. And then I just did different relays depending on the week. I was mostly there to hang out with my friends and have fun. And then we would just have some practice at the lake and then hang out at the lake after for like four (laughs) hours. (laughs) But 
You weren't a freestyle guy? You've said every other stroke besides freestyle. Well, I wasn't very good at that either. Because, like... The main stroke. It's the main stroke. It's not that I wasn't very good at it. It's just, like, everyone else was better. <laughs> so. So why'd you stop swimming? Um, well, I... Basketball is my sport, and it's at the same time in high school. Like, I, I would have... Yeah, if, if, if swimming was in the spring during track i would not do track i would do swimming 100 percent. well so actually it kind of varies by state because well in kansas it's yeah stupid but like some states guys and girls swim at the same time which is yeah. i think what kansas is so it'll be like a winter sport where guys and girls will swim at the same time but others like other states guys and girls don't swim at the same time and it'll be like Girls swim in the fall, guys swim in the spring, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Yeah. And so, like, it's kind of like there's a short off-season during the winter. So, it's guys in fall, girls in spring, or, like I said, vice versa. So, should have just lived in a state where it was like that, and you could have done both. <laughs> I lived in the same state forever. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, I did football and soccer both my senior year, and then I couldn't do something in basketball because it just didn't work out like that. But... If I would have waited till my senior year, I would have been really bad at swimming anyway. So it wouldn't have mattered. You never know. You're I like tall. swimming. I am tall. That's a good... That helps with swimming. Yeah. I'm not very strong. Good. So, I I'm not either. <laughs> I could have got stronger. But... Yeah, so my swimming career was cut short because I was a hooper. Hashtag ball is life. Ball is life, baby. Well... And I never went back to a team. Sad. That my sister swam in high school, though, so I gotta watch her. That was cool. She did? Mm-hmm. Why isn't she here? I'd rather talk to her. <laughs> you can talk to her whenever you want. <laughs> she didn't want to do it in college or anything, but... It's understandable. I didn't either. That's a lie. I really did. <laughs> so you can have her on sometime if you want. I would love to have her on. I'm trying to get anybody and everybody involved with swimming. I'm trying to go to, go to the swim meets this year and live pod the swim meets <laughs> with so much background noise and just a bunch <laughs> of people yelling. Just echo and... Just- that that'd be the best like environment to make a podcast in, right? Oh, just yeah. a bunch of people screaming and well, clapping. Well, when you're fully immersed in the swimming environment, it's gonna make for a really good swimming podcast. Have you ever been in the pool at like where they swim? What here? Yeah. No. No. Dang. Well, so it's really crappy. Kind of <laughs> like the bleachers are literally like just on like concrete steps and. I was just going to say, me sit up in the very corner, <laughs> just with my laptop and my mic, just recording a live pod of a swim meet. And you just splash every so often. <laughs> or I sit in the front row and hear all the noises. You should sit underwater. Ooh. No. Put the mic in like a plastic bag so it doesn't get, get a uh, scuba suit. Get a scuba suit. Go to the 12-foot go to the bottom go to the, just <laughs> sit there just sitting on the bottom recording a podcast underwater you think you that's can... ever been done how would you talk <laughs> i mean you can talk underwater so i would just put the mic in my scuba suit uh, i wouldn't use like the main oh, so like, you get, like a big like, mass like enough room that you could put your mic yeah in. like you know the ones that wear like it's literally just a big bowl with, yeah. like, the hose. Like an astronaut thing. Yeah, like like the OG, like, scuba masks that you saw. That was literally, like, the giant mm-hmm. glass bowl over your head. Like, 30 pounds. I'd get that. Put a mic in there. 
talk about the knee underwater. You could be the first. I could be the first. Was there diving in your swim teams in high school? Not in high school. In college there was. But yeah, my state did not have diving. I just, I just don't it. know how common it is. I'm assuming it's probably just like well, big states. So, I like I said, Oklahoma did not have diving. <gasps> I am you from just Oklahoma. Said where you're from. I wasn't going to, but I'm gonna talk all state. about myself all like next episode, like where I went to college, my name, my events, everything about my life. But yeah, in Oklahoma they did not have diving, and then my freshman year of college, my roommate was a diver. And it was really weird because <laughs> I knew nothing about diving because I never watched it. So I just asked him a bunch of questions all the time because I knew nothing. But he was from Colorado, so he they had diving in Colorado, obviously. And then I didn't know that. Not very obvious. Um, yeah, it's mainly it. big states. Like I know Texas has diving in high school. Georgia has diving in high school. I bet California and Florida do. Yeah. But I don't really know why Oklahoma just sucks, I guess. I do know They're none right of the by Texas. None of the pools I ever swam at had a probably it's a money thing. Probably. And like a diving like in order to have diving, um a lot of the pools in Oklahoma were older where diving wasn't really like the biggest deal. But it's like dive pools nowadays are like super expensive mainly because you just have to make a super deep hole in the ground and it's kind of expensive a little bit so but yeah none of the pools there's only one pool in oklahoma that had platform diving like the platforms to dive i don't i never saw anyone dive off of them but <laughs> they had the platforms they had the the um the regular boards and everything but that was the one pool in the entire state so that's probably the reason why they didn't have diving. You can't really have one pool in the entire state that has you the You can boards. travel across the state every week to dive. Every week. Every day for practice. Every <laughs> single day for practice. But, like, even, like, that school, I mean, I kind of understand at that point. Because if that one school that swims there has diving, it's kind of unfair. Because then it's, like, you oh, win yeah, state you, every, every year. <laughs> and with Smart. it, it's, like swimming and diving go together so you earn diving points towards your team score so it's like if one team had diving they would basically seal off these diving points for state and it would go towards their score which would really help them win and the one school that had diving was like one of the one schools that was like good so it wouldn't have been fair because they already won a lot anyways and then you had diving and they're gonna win even more but I couldn't dive. I can't even. I'm scared to do stuff off the diving board now. Me too. I used to not be. I used to be fearless. I used to I have a, smart. I had like a really bad experience going off uh, a diving board. I've belly flopped off a three high dive meter. Is that, is that what it is? The three meter? Five meter? I don't know. <laughs> I know nothing about diving. <laughs> diving board heights. I'm pretty sure it's a three meter, right? Am I stupid? From such great heights come Ten meter, seven meter. That's platform diving, <laughs> springboard diving. Yeah, three meters. Yeah, I, I, I knew I wasn't stupid. But yeah, I had a really bad experience off the three meter uh, when I was a kid. And when you're a kid, I mean, how young? 
it was when I came to Kansas one time to visit my grandma. We went to the Lawrence Outdoor Pool, you know? Dove off the diving board. I think it was probably... It was before I started swimming, so it was before sixth grade. Fourth grade. Probably somewhere around there, third or fourth grade. But yeah, I had a really bad experience going off the diving board. And that's why I said, I'm never doing that ever again. And then, so... In my college, we do our intramural meet called the Purple and Gold Meet. And you, we are divided up into like usually three or four teams. And you basically have to field an entire event lineup with your team. So you have to have a person in every event. That includes diving. <laughs> and at the time, there was only two divers it was my sophomore year there was only two divers so only two teams had a diver that they could put in their event so that meant someone who was a swimmer had to do the diving events on (laughs) our team and my team captain tried to get me to do the diving and i said heck no i would rather die than die die. (laughs) just kill me he tried to get me to do it and i kept telling him no and you didn't do it? I did not do it. Did he he do put it? me in the event for the le- the lineup. And I said, I am not doing that. And I like changed it to somebody else. And they did it. Cause, yeah, did I they was... do good? Probably not. No, they did one one dive and then quit. And you're supposed <laughs> to do six. <laughs> he did one dive and quit. And that was it. Hmm. So, based on your knowledge of swimming, Travis... Can you tell me the events? All of them? High school events. We'll do high oh, school I events. I know. Because um, I, I couldn't even tell you all the distances. I know you do, well, yeah, you used to do like 50s, 100s. There's 200s of each one. So back, breast, freestyle, butterfly. Um, then there's the IM. Is that a 200? In high school, it's In high a school, 200. 200. Then there's... Uh, Come on, you can do wow, it. I'm trying to think of the long one. How many meters? Is it 16? That's You're thinking of the mile. That's yeah, is it high... a mile in the high school? No. It's the 1650 in yards. Mm-hmm. That's the mile. You don't swim that in high school. Well, then you oh, swim that in 500. Club. 500, yes. 500. So. That one's terrible to watch high schoolers, especially when there's that more than my, one heat. That was my race in high school. Well, I'd watch, like, my sister didn't do it, but I would go to her meets, and then <laughs> you'd see, like, the first heat go, and it would take so long, and then the second heat. Imagine the mile. Slightly less long. I couldn't watch a mile. That's when I'd, like, go get food or something. I swam the mile. Wow. My voice <laughs> just ran away. I swam the mile a few times, and the 1,000, and the 500, and they're all awful. So, yeah, I imagine but, they're terrible so, running. So, um, you got the events. You got the two hundred medley relay mm-hmm. to start. Oh, I in order couldn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> two hundred medley relay to start. Then you got the two hundred. I can't even do it in order anymore. It's been so long. Okay, but two hundred freestyle, two hundred IM, fifty freestyle, hundred butterfly. Uh, 100 breaststroke, 100 backstroke, 200 free relay, and 400 free relay, 500, 
I think that's it. No, there's something after the 500. I know it. Well, I didn't say I'm in order. Oh, well, then no. Yeah, I just kind of went. Order is like 200 medley relay. Because it's like... 200 free, 200 IM. 100 butterfly, 50 free, then a break, then the 200 free relay, then the 100 backstroke, 100 breaststroke, 400 free relay. Yeah, the free relay is always last, I don't remember last, where the right? 500 is. It's like three-fourths of the way through. I don't remember. I think it's after that relay. So it'd be 200 free relay, then... F- wow, why can I not remember? <laughs> I feel so bad. I'm supposed to be the swimmer here, and I can't even remember... The order of events. <laughs> That's super annoying. Has it really been that long since I swam? Oh, it's been that long. 200 medley relay, 200 freestyle, 200 IM, 50 freestyle, 100 butterfly, 100 freestyle, 500 freestyle, 200 free relay, 100 back, 100 breast, 400 free relay. Boom. I don't think that's right. What? That must be for. I'm that sure it's different. Right. Slightly different based on the high school, but. That does not sound right. Sounds pretty close to me, but I don't know. I didn't think. 200 medley, 200 free, 200 IM, 50 free, a break. That's not right. Because that's. <laughs> oh, 100 that's butterfly. Diving, yeah. 100 free cell, 500 free cell, 200 free relay, 100 back, 100 breast, 400 free relay. I guess that is right. That just doesn't sound right to me. I didn't think the two relays were that close to each other. Is it different in college? You swim all the, like all the events. So you swim like 200 medley relay and the 400 medley relay. You swim the 200 freestyle, 200 IM, 400 freestyle, 50 free, 100 butterfly, 200 butterfly, 100 freestyle, 50 or 500 freestyle, a thousand or mile depending on the meet 200 freestyle relay 100 back 200 back 100 breast 200 breast and 400 free free relay and 800 free relay depending on the race or the event oh gosh depending on the meet like you swim everything in college yeah but it's usually like you make a lineup of like x number of events for like a dual meet you'll do like I don't know, like a 30 event lineup or something and you pick the events. So maybe a coach will say, okay, well we want to do the 400 IM this meet instead of the 200 IM. So they would scratch it, add the 400 IM. And then they're like, okay, we want to do hundreds and two hundreds of every stroke. We want to do the mile. It's kind of like in a dual meet setting, you get to pick the events you do. But it has to be like around 30 or whatever i don't remember the exact number but it's but always yeah, one number it's the same number every meet usually and then for like championship meets it's like four days and you do every event Jeez. just depending on the day our championships in middle school were one day <laughs> it was a full day though yeah ours were not college it's four days High school, it was always just two for, like, high school state because it was prelims one day, finals the next yeah. day. Yeah. Club, it was, like, three days. It was usually Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Sometimes there was a Thursday in there where they just swam, like, the thousand. Like, it was, like, or the mile. Like, they would just swim the long event on Thursday. And then, yeah, college, it's Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Jeez. Jeez. 
Yeah. Well, it used to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Do you even go to class? <laughs> no, you get like the week off basically because school at least. So yeah, school. It's my so it was like we would leave for our conference meet on Monday. Oh my god. So we would leave at like eleven AM on a Monday, ride the bus or whatever to get there, stay in the hotel Tuesday, go to the pool, practice, do like a taper practice obviously for the Tuesday before the meet and then Wednesday swim, Thursday swim, Friday swim, Saturday swim, and then Sunday you drive home. Or Saturday, depending on if your coach wants to drive through the night or have your bus driver drive through the night. Yeah. But, yeah. And the good thing about, like, my college team, at least, was, so, for our mid-season meet that happened in, like, November or whatever, we would swim the same thing. It was, like, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and we would do the same thing. You'd have like the entire week off because you go early to train in the pool at least once. And then Thanksgiving break was starting the like that week right afterwards. So we would have an entire week off for swimming and then get to go straight home for the holiday and have like a week off. That's so it was <laughs> like just in the middle of the semester, we would get an extra like week off from school. And it was great. Like, obviously, you have to make up the the work. But, but, you, but you just do that after? Make up the work? Yeah. Kind of depends. Usually, because you, obviously, you're supposed to talk to your teachers. Some of them will say, okay, like, try and get it done beforehand. Some of them will say, don't worry about it till you get back. Like, because if you tell them, like, hey, I'm an athlete, they usually are like, cool, like, we understand you have a meet. Like, focus on your meet. Do the work when you get back. Hmm. Like, I had a professor who did that. She was like, that's awesome. Like. I know you guys work really hard, so yeah, just like kind of focus on your meet for now, and then get back to me about your work when we get back from break. And I was like, cool. But then I had other professors who was like, yeah, well, you got five assignments that you got to turn in before you leave. And I was like, yeah, well, whatever happens, student athlete, student comes first. I know, student Athletes athlete. are put on a pedestal. I mean, <laughs> when you're the athlete, it is kind of nice to be put on the pedestal a little bit. So I'm not an athlete. Can't relate. Well, you should have been. I'm not good enough. <laughs> you think I was good enough? Yeah, obviously. Obviously not. They don't even know where I swam. But they will. How do you know? Right at it. Maybe I'll never tell them. What do you mean you're looking right at it? Oh, are you talking about that down there? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you could have looked like all over there. It's all over there too. Well. It's all over. Um, It is all over. Any other questions for me? I, I don't have much two. to talk about. I wrote two down. Yes. <laughs> three-ish what was the third one it was before the second one what i ask i don't know don't worry about it well do you want to talk about anything else i don't have much to say got some good swimming stuff we've been going for 1300 beats do you know what that means because i do not i don't either i have no idea listen to swimming by mac miller good album should i Okay, have you seen his merch for that album? Yeah, it's freaking dope. That just says swimming <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah, I like it a lot. I like. I want. Libby said she wanted me to get it for her just because of the swimming thing. Cause like it's like a cool swimming hoodie. And when's, I was like, "Is Libby gonna be on here?" Uh, tomorrow. Nice. I'm recording like five episodes this weekend. So get ready, everybody, <laughs> if you're actually listening to this. To well, if they can hear you, they're listening. But people don't want to listen to me. 
But if you're actually listening, I have a lot of episodes coming out soon. If you want to support the podcast, you can leave us a like. Give Travis cash. Well, if you really want to do that, you can go to anchor.fm slash social kick. That is our podcast. My main podcast. Yeah, I guess mine. Uh, if you go to, like I said, anchor, like ship anchor dot mm-hmm. FM slash social kick, there's a button that says support this podcast. If you really want to, you can contribute to us with your Dang. finances. Already asking for that money, baby. Got to dude. So you can subscribe there. You can. Holy smokes. We can you can donate, like, all that. Uh, Go follow at <clears throat> Dish It Out Podcast on Instagram. That is Travis's podcast he does with his friend Weston. At it's... Dish It Out <laughs> Podcast. Thanks. It's really good. Uh, Jared's been on it. I have been on it. Um, if you want to hear me talk and maybe not sound as gross, you can <laughs> listen. Um, like I said... You can leave us a like rating, five-star review. Uh, You can find this podcast anywhere you want. iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud maybe. I don't know if I want to do SoundCloud yet. Or like I said, anchor.fm slash socialkick. We have an Instagram also. Instagram.com slash socialkickpodcast. Or Mm -hmm. if you're on the app, just socialkickpodcast. As of right now, we only have one photo. Great cover art. It is. Designed it myself. And it looks like an indie band album cover, in it my opinion. <laughs> this, see, this maybe is where the clothing the, line starts. Maybe if the podcast doesn't work, I'll just start an indie band called Social Kick, and we'll go from there. Or a streetwear brand. Or both. Streetwear band. And Well, I tried to get my follow count up, bro. People didn't follow back, though. Yeah, you followed famous people. Well, that was mainly just for my informational needs. But <laughs> do you want to give them your personal social media? At the Travis Dooley, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, follow me. Um, that's T H E, the Travis T R A V I S Dooley, D O O L E Y. No spaces, no underscores, none of that bull, bro. At Travis Dooley's, T R A V I S D O O L E A T S. Food review Instagram. No big deal, except for kind of a big deal. Follow me. I post sporadically because I have a freaking life to look after. Um, thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Whew. Wow, that was a lot of talking. I'll and leave, I sound like a narcissist, but I'll leave all his links in the show notes. You can click on them there if you didn't catch his rant <laughs> about all of his social media. So, anything else you want to say? Jesus. <laughs> That was my gum popping. You're welcome. Wake up. Sorry for making this an explicit <laughs> podcast, but it is. All right, everyone. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Social Kick Podcast with special guest Travis. I'll have his Instagram, his all of his social medias in the show notes along with the link to his podcast, the Dish It Out podcast that he hosts with his friend Weston.
If you want to support our podcast, you can go to anchor.fm slash socialkick. There's a link there if you wanted to donate. If not, we completely understand. Best way to support us, you can leave a five-star review on iTunes. Leave us a little rating down there. You can follow us on Instagram, any of those things. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Anchor, Stitcher, whatever platform you use so you never miss an episode. The next episode you'll be hearing is about my life in swimming. I'll be telling you guys all about my career and why I am no longer a swimmer and what has led me to start this podcast. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time.